This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello, creatures of the internet. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. I'm back in studio. It's December 1st, 2021. We're live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Blaze TV, and I did all that with one breath. Pretty good. Uh, I am back. Sorry, I missed you on Monday and Tuesday. Had to go to Florida. Had my reasons. You know what I mean? I was doing business in Florida. Had some things to do. And if you don't believe that I was in the great state of Florida, Connor, can we pull up the image that will prove it? That is me. That is my hand. And I am drinking a venti iced coffee from Starbucks. Now, before I get attacked, why are you supporting Starbucks? Why didn't you support one of the many Cuban coffee places. I had a lot of Cuban coffee. I think that place in Havana, uh, called Havana Coffee or something in Wynwood, amazing coffee. Uh, but this was just an emergency coffee in the morning near the hotel. Uh, it was a Starbucks inside a Target. That's the way they do it over there in Florida. It's fantastic. So you can get a coffee and you can get you know, like gift wrap and a pen and diapers and whatever you want all at once. Back to the image, please. We still got the image up over there. Okay. Uh, and uh, the reason I'm showing you that as proof that I was in Florida is, as you can see, that is a plastic straw. That's right, people. Plastic straws still are out there. They have not been banned completely. And I drank that iced coffee over the course of about an hour. I sipped, I enjoyed, I walked down the street, loved every second of it. It did not sort of crumble and it did not get a little papery in the mouth. I was able to drink the iced coffee as long as I wanted. Can we pull up the image one more time? There was a little confusion because I posted this image uh, on the locals community and on Twitter and uh, people were noting that the name on the cup is Gabe. And a lot of people were asking, well, who's this Gabe fella, Dave? Were you with someone named Gabe? Who is Gabe? What is this all about? And, I just wanna be clear that that is my cup. I don't want the conspiracy theorists, you know what I mean? This is where the internet and the uh, conspiracy theorists, you can go down many rabbit holes on the internet. I just wanna be very clear. I said Dave, and apparently the guy heard Gabe. So I think you can understand how that would be possible. He said, what's your name, sir? Dave, Gabe, you know? So just to be clear. Anyway, I was in Florida. It was amazing. I'll give you a little hint about Florida. We are opening uh, a local studio. As you guys know, we, we moved the company down to Miami. Now we are opening a studio. So content creators will be able to do podcasts and video shows and all sorts of stuff. We checked out the studio space. It's awesome. We're gonna design the whole thing. And I think maybe some other reasons. I had my reasons. I don't have to tell you everything. Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Maybe uh, some more stuff will be announced pretty soon. I don't know. Anything's possible. Guys, we've got four stories for you today. Uh, this Cuomo guy, you know this Chris Cuomo over on the Clown Network, that is CNN. Uh, he's a journalist of sorts. Uh, and it turns out that basically he was coordinating his uh, news reports 
with his brother and the campaign or the administration, his brother, of course, Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York, who has stepped down uh, because of some sexual assault allegations. But Cuomo was basically coaching the guy. And you can't do that if you're a journalist. You can do it if you're a journalist. So I'm a little confused as to what CNN's upset by here. Uh, but he is temporarily suspended. Will he have a comeback like Jeffrey Tubin, who masturbated on a Zoom call? We'll find out. Oh, you can't say masturbated on? Ah. Damn, demonetized already. Sorry, Chris. Uh, that's story number one. Story number two, you guys know my feelings. I'm not doing any more of just like the general obsessive, depressing COVID stuff, but I will call out these ridiculously evil, awful politicians when they flaunt their own rules right in front of us. Nancy Pelosi, of course, at a big event in DC uh, over the last couple of days, unmasked in a huge crowd. And Gavin Newsom, who's the biggest douchebag in America, we should have had an image of a large douchebag. I'm honestly not sure what a douchebag looks like, truly. I don't want people Googling it right now. Uh, but he's a horrible, horrible person. He's the governor uh, of California. He announced about two weeks ago that he's extending his emergency powers, much like uh, Emperor Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith. And then, of course, he went on vacation to Cabo, Mexico, where he was maskless with his family in a $29,000 a night villa. And by reports, he spent over 200 grand on this vacation, so we'll get into that. He is a giant, giant douchebag. Uh, then uh, on this channel, CNBC, which is C uh, NBC's business channel, they've got this guy, Jim Cramer. He's always yelling at the camera and you know, really just sort of like over the top, whatever. I I'm sort of indifferent to him altogether, but he went on a crazy, possibly drunken rampage about anti-vaxxed people yesterday. And it just sort of unmasked like what lies beneath all of these people who pretend they're so tolerant, really just bananas. And then the White House has some new COVID policy, which I'm just gonna mock relentlessly. Anyway, I'm in a great mood. I'm glad to be here. Got a little Florida sunshine. Here we go. So yes, Chris Cuomo, the brother of disgraced governor from New York, Andrew Cuomo, he has been suspended by CNN, not that anyone's watching CNN, but I still felt it would be kind of fun to do this story. Uh, we've got some info here from the Daily Wire. CNN suspended host Chris Cuomo on Tuesday over new details that were revealed this week about the amount of help that he allegedly provided to his brother while his brother was the Democrat governor of New York and facing accusations of sexual misconduct. The New York Times reported that while Chris Cuomo had apologized for advising his brother, quote, thousands of pages of new evidence released on Monday by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, revealed that the anchor's role had been more intimate and involved than previously known, end quote. In a statement, CNN said the documents which were not privy to, which we were not privy to before their public release, raised serious questions. When Chris admitted to us that he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules, and we acknowledge that publicly, but we also appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. However, these documents point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. As a result, we have suspended Chris indefinitely pending further evaluation. So we've got a little more from Yahoo, but before I get to that, actually, let's just sort of unpack where we're at with this thing. So as you all know, Andrew Cuomo had all of these allegations of sexual assault sort of just popping up every couple of days. And you may remember if you were watching this show that I kept saying all along 
that allegations are just allegations and until there's proof, until there's sort of critical mass, until he admits something or someone has a photo or something like that, we should treat it as such. I don't like Andrew Cuomo. I think he was a bad governor. Uh, I think he did some horrific things related to COVID while the media was cheering him along the entire time. But you know, we don't all wanna just be taken out by allegations. So you have to be careful, right? Like you have to be careful where you point because if it's not true and you're pointing over there, well, eventually it's probably uh, gonna come for you. Now, the idea here that CNN cares sort of what Chris Cuomo does journalistically is kind of interesting to me because they pretend that he's a journalist and he's not a journalist. A journalist would be out in the field fact-finding, honestly analyzing information and presenting it in an unbiased fashion to the people. Chris Cuomo is a guy who sits at a desk and basically tells you his opinion while pretending he's not telling you his opinion. Now you might be looking at me and going, Dave, but what do you mean? You're a guy sitting at a desk and you're telling us your opinion. Yes, and I'm telling you I'm telling you my opinion, right? We're doing this, man, and it's all good. Uh, I'm not pretending to be something I'm not, but if you don't think that Chris Cuomo is obviously a Democrat and, and a liberal and someone that is in cahoots with that side of the aisle while pretending to be impartial, then I'm just not sure what to tell you. And by the way, that goes for Don Lemon, that goes for Wolf Blitzer, that goes for Jake Tapper, that goes for Jim Acosta. Uh, it goes for all of them, right? They're all Democrats, obviously. Like, there's just no doubt. They cover certain stories when it makes Republicans look bad, and when the same exact things happen uh, to Democrats, they don't cover those things. Like, that's just how it works. As a matter of fact, someone pointed out on Twitter that after the incident in Wisconsin, you know, the car ramming incident by basically by a black supremacist who killed, I think how many, it's up to seven people, maimed many more, uh, that Jake Tapper had not tweeted once about it in days. So I don't know if he has in the last two or three days, but I had seen that from a few days ago. It's like, why wouldn't you tweet about that, Jake? And it's because it doesn't fit the narrative that Jake wants. If it had been a Trump supporter of obviously plowing into a bunch of black people, of course Jake's gonna run with that. So they're all pretending to be journalists when they are the furthest thing from journalists. They are activists. They are digital assassins who work with the Democrats. It's as simple as that. So the question now is sort of what should CNN do? Now, CNN's ratings are so bad that to me, it's like, you just fire the guy. Like, why are you held hostage with this guy? Get rid of him, hire somebody else, get your diversity and inclusion and equity team, find a trans able or disabled lesbian, the lazy eye, maybe a midget, the whole thing, and put them on air, and most likely you'll get better rating. I'd watch that show, honestly. I would watch that show. Uh, but the ratings have been uh, pretty terrible for Chris Cuomo for a while, so it's like, why would he get, why would he have the white privilege? That would be white privilege, right? If he came back, if they brought him back, it's like Tubin masturbated on a Zoom call with you know, his other, his employees, right? He wasn't on air, but he was on a Zuko with other coworkers and they brought him back. It's like, well, that seems like white privilege too. Why not hire someone else? Like, what is it that, the, that these people have that is so great that, sorry, you, you can't show your penis to your coworkers. Guys, I wanna be very clear about that, okay? You can't do it, okay? So it's like, why do these people get to come back? Uh, so for a little bit on the numbers of Chris Cuomo, uh, this is from Yahoo just a couple weeks ago. Uh, in total, Chris Cuomo's 9 p.m. Eastern program pulled in 684,000 total average viewers uh, last week. For comparison, the 9 p.m. Fox News rival Sean Hannity 
pulled in an average of 3.486 million viewers. So the point is, not a lot of people are watching these shows. I actually think Cuomo might be the highest rated guy on CNN, but their numbers are still terrible. I mean, 684,000 people, our clip of me talking about Joy Behar last week has something like 700,000 views. I got two guys in here. We're having Shake Shack for lunch, by the way, guys. Uh, so I'm not saying I don't have a staff that's working hard and everything else, but these people have huge budgets. They have a gajillion people for work that work for them and they're just peddling nonsense. So I guess at the end of the day, I don't really care whether he comes or goes because I don't think you should be watching him anyway. Uh, but it is sort of interesting just watching the kind of machinations of how a giant corporation has to deal with their own nonsense as they, as they sort of, as it becomes public in essence. Uh, guys, before we get to story number two, I wanna talk to you about Raycon because I don't know if you know this, but the holidays are officially here. And if you're like me and if you prefer, prefer chilling at home with family uh, to the chaos of hitting the stores for the latest sales, then you probably prefer doing your holiday shopping online. I don't leave the house. So today you can save big on a gift your loved ones will use every day, Raycon wireless earbuds. Whether I'm listening to them while I'm doing my daily cardio or I have them with me on the plane when I'm flying to an event, I like to keep my Raycons close. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and a com comfortable noise isolating fit, you too can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. The audio quality is amazing, comparable to what you get from other premium brands, except Raycon starts at half the price. The new everyday earbuds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. Set them to balance mode when you're catching up on episodes of the Rubin Report. Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, give your loved ones a gift they can use every day for calls or music, for work or play at home or on the go. Go to buyraycon.com slash Ruben today to unlock exclusive deals for up to 30% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is only for a limited time and you don't wanna miss. That's buyraycon.com slash Ruben to unlock up to 30% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right, you guys know my policy on the COVID stuff. Like now they got the Omicron variant, which I'm told is the younger brother of the Unicron variant. That was the planet in the Transformers movie from 1985 voiced by Orson Welles that destroyed Cybertron and created a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I know they got another variant, put on more masks, wrap your head in saran wrap, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of over the COVID thing. I was just in Florida. Nobody has COVID, everyone's happy. We went to a restaurant. Guys, if I'm lying right now, I want you to yell something. We went to a restaurant. Did people smile? People were smiling. Literally, the waitress smiled. It was incredible. I had not seen the lower half of anyone's face in a while. I freaked out for a second. Just realized she was smiling at me. It was amazing. Um, so I'm done with just the usual COVID stories. If you want to wrap your head in a, in a plastic forever, if you want to get injected every week, that's great. Go ahead. Fantastic. More power to you. But I will call out the hypocrisy of these ridiculous... Uh, evil, they, they are evil at this point, politicians, who are demanding that we inject our children with things and keep young people in masks and all of this nonsense and all of the bullshit that we all know while they don't do it themselves. So here's Nancy Pelosi at an event in DC. And Nancy, where's your mask, Nancy? You're in a closed airspace room with other people. You're ancient. Lady, like you gotta keep that mask on unless, wait, could it be that you don't even believe that there's a problem and you're just a bullshit artist who wants to control your constituents and everyone else 
in America? Could that possibly it? All right, so that's just one image of old Nancy. I don't really care about her. Uh, but Gavin Newsom, who is a horrible, horrible human being, he just is. He is an evil Disney cartoon character villain. I don't like him very much. And Larry Elder should be the governor of California. Alas, here we are. Well, Gavin Newsom a couple weeks ago uh, extended his emergency powers, right? He, because, oh my God, he's gotta have more power, this freak. Uh, well, what did he do? He extended his emergency powers and then he went on vacation to Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. And uh, I think we've got some info on this. Uh, this is from the California Globe. The Globe has received several photos and a now removed tweet from sources who were in Cabo San Lucas in the Mexican state of Baja, California, sir, over Thanksgiving at the time, California Governor Gavin Newsom and his family vacationed. The sources say that the Newsom stayed at, stayed nearby at a 23 to 29,000 per night villa La Dacha, Cabo San Lucas Villa, owned by Russian entrepreneur and businessman Oleg Tinkov. The sources said from their rental, they could see the 10,000 to 12,000 square foot villa and said that it comes with two chefs, four to five servers, personal trainers and the like. Gavin, uh, Governor Newsom just extended California's COVID state of emergency into its second year and recently ordered all students ages five to 11 to receive vaccinations in order to attend in-person school, mask mandates and vaccine requirements are still in place. Newsom was paid $209,000 in 2020 as governor of California. We heard back from the governor's press secretary later in the day, Katie, this was a personal trip paid for by the family. She called the Globe and again said that the Newsom family paid for the villa in Cabo. We asked what Newsom's. She finally said the governor paid for uh, a personal trip. Okay, so I'm not even making this about whether he paid for it personally or not. He's got a ton of money. He's loosely related to um, to Pelosi somehow. I don't know how he's made all his money. Like these people have obscene amounts of money. Like I have no doubt that it's all a freaking Ponzi scheme and God knows what they're pulling, but I'll, I'll assume he didn't do this on the state dime. Uh, but the fact that he's basically staying for several nights at a $30,000 villa in Cabo after uh, saying that this place, California, should remain in a state of emergency. Like he's a hypocrite, he's a liar, he's evil. You, you know, we should do a little choose your own adventure for the show today. Whatever adjective you want for this douchebag, you just put it in there. He's just awful. Like the the amount of money, but to extend, like if you really believed it was a state of emergency, Gav, wouldn't you be here doing emergency stuff? You wouldn't be going to Cabo, okay? I've been to Cabo. Pretty good, it is pretty good. But I never stayed at a $30,000 a night thing. That would be nice, that would really be great. Anyway, there were some pictures of him doing this. It sounds like that the, the cost of the thing for the family was at least $203,000, if not more. I have no doubt they didn't wear masks, but all their servants, of course, wore masks. That's how it works. Um, and this is the same guy who, of course, as you know, went to French Laundry, one of the most expensive restaurants in the United States at the height of the pandemic with a bunch of uh, lobbyists and he didn't wear a mask and they spent I think 10 or 12 grand on booze. I mean, he's just absolutely horrible. And uh, you know, these guys should just have nothing to do with your life. They should, their decisions should have nothing to do with your life. Go live your life and be happy people. All right, CNBC, which is a financial news network on the television, uh, they've got this Jim Cramer guy, and you know Jim Cramer, even if you're not a CNBC guy. He's this bald guy, he's always screaming at the television and you know ranting, and he gets close to the camera and he gets further and he's this way and that way. He's, the guy's a real piece of work. 
I'm sort of indifferent to him. I don't really, I don't really care about the markets in that way. It's not really my thing. But he went on a completely, I mean, this is a completely unhinged COVID rant. And you tell me if he's on drugs or drunk. I mean, something ain't right here. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. All right. He's just a random lunatic, like just some ranting, raving nutbag. But a couple points there. Uh, first off, this idea that the unvaccinated are hurting vaccinated people. Um, well, if the vaccines worked as promised, then if you were unvaccinated, you'd be making a choice for yourself, but you wouldn't be able to infect a vaccinated person because the vaccine by definition would be stopping transmission of the virus. Now we know that that's not true. By the way, LeBron James, who has been vaccinated for quite some time and he's a big vax guy and he loves China and he's a good US citizen because he does whatever is politically correct. Uh, he has COVID now, okay? So obviously the vaccines don't work as promised. You all know that, which is why they're doing 87 boosters. And again, wrap your head in saran wrap. I should, I'm not a big, into the markets guy, but I should invest in Saran Wrap. Can we, let's get some Saran Wrap. I don't know, are they publicly traded? Is that a thing? Um, then Kramer, who is a money guy, right? He's a markets guy, a financial guy. He's upset at the companies backing down from mandates. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous if you want companies to be able to make decisions for themselves. I mean, just patently absurd. And by the way, the courts have said that Biden's mandate for these companies is uh, unconstitutional and they're gonna debate this in the courts. But right now, companies are not being forced by the uh, federal government. And as you know, this is a court case that's being led by the Daily Wire. My friend Harmeet Dillon uh, is the lead lawyer on this. Like this is now up in the air as to whether companies can do this at all. Uh, then he, he mocks states' rights, um, which is basically the most important part of our federalist system that you can move to different states that are more in line with your views, but he's a power hungry maniac, which is what these people are. I mean, they're, they're all unmasking themselves at all times. Guys, if you just give them the power, if you would just give the structure above us the power, would we all just behave better and then we'd be safe? Because that really seems like it's gonna work, doesn't it? That seems like it's gonna work. Uh, and then finally, he wants to get the military involved because that always works too, right? Like maybe we should just like force a bunch of people who are you know infected to take special showers, maybe put them in camp somewhere. Would that, would that be good for you, Jim Cramer, you moron? Uh, and finally, one more story for you. I feel like I had a lot of coffee today. Like I'm, I'm really feeling like, the, or maybe the stories just brought it out of me today. I don't know, or it's Florida. I don't know, feeling good. I got a little vitamin D, who knows? Um, we've got some new White House COVID policy. And again, this was, I debated this morning, you know, I don't wanna talk about the ridiculousness of COVID unless I'm gonna purely mock it. That is going to be my policy going forward. Uh, here's Peter Ducey, this is Fox News. This is an actual journalist. This is a guy who goes to these ridiculous White House press conferences led 
by that crazy woman, Jen Psaki, and actually asks questions and follows up. This is, this is a good guy, this Peter Ducey. Um, he is now reporting, uh, this is from yesterday, that the White House has their strictest lockdown measures on the way. Take a look. It sounds like on Thursday, according to the Washington Post, and uh, we've, we're, uh, we have made contact with some White House folks, they're going to announce some of the strictest COVID regulations yet on American citizens, including, according to the Washington Post, requiring all Americans who return from abroad to quarantine in their house for up to seven days. If that is something that they're gonna propose in this speech on Thursday, there are a lot of questions. How do you enforce that? Do you send somebody to the door of somebody that just came back from overseas, regardless of vaccination status or testing status, to make sure that they are home? And also, does that apply to everybody coming into the country, not just folks who come and document it uh, at an airport, but also the undocumented? Okay, so that was Peter Ducey yesterday. Now, it sounds like some of the measures that they plan on bringing in uh, are being leaked right now, but I don't wanna go too far on that just yet because as he said, they're gonna supposedly announce this stuff on Thursday. So if by showtime tomorrow they've announced it, obviously we'll talk about that then. Um, but this one that he talked about, that Americans coming back from abroad are basically gonna be told to quarantine and it sounds like it will be uh, irregardless as the kids say. Um, uh, as to whether you're vaccinated or not, they're gonna make you home quarantine. I mean, this is just nonsense. It's just nonsense. They know no one's gonna do it. It's all bullshit. Like if you, I just, I think I've had just like the full on, like if there was any like bit of the red pill that I had not swallowed or snorted at this point, I'm pretty sure after a couple of extra days in Florida, uh, for the last few days, like it's just there. Like this is, th these people are never gonna stop. And all, all we have to do to get them to stop is say no more. I won't comply. I'm gonna live my life. I'm not gonna quarantine if I'm not sick. I'm gonna make decisions for myself. I'm not gonna fire people uh, just because they don't do what medical decisions I want. I'm not gonna be an endless, relentless, hysterical, authoritarian prick like you'd like us all to be. Uh, but we will find out, we will find out. And uh, remember, all of this, of course, is coming from the federal government led by Joe Biden. And uh, you know, he's a fine, he seems fine, right? There's nothing wrong with that guy. So obviously they're doing it for your own good people. Uh, all right, a couple comments from the locals community. And by the way, you can, if you haven't joined yet, you can live chat with other audience members and possibly get me messages during the show. If you just go to rubenreport.locals.com or download the Locals app on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Uh, Bionic Bacon, great name, says, I love my Raycons. Excellent, glad to hear it. Joe says, we don't do the COVID thing in Florida anymore. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? I mean, they just don't and it's just fine. You know, it's really, it's just fine. It's gonna be okay, people. And TK says the Omicron variant turns everyone into Fauci. Jesus, it's gonna freak me out at the end of the show there. I'm reading these live, you know? The Omicron variant, like Omicron, Unicron, Megatron. Next up, Starscream. Like it's all nonsense, yeah, nonsense. Guys, part one and part two of my interview with former police officer Brandon Tatum uh, and co-founder of the Blexit Movement alongside Candace Owens. Uh, those are up right now on the YouTube. And of course, you can get the full episode ad-free and early at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, this is a big week for several reasons. Um, so I'm, I got a lot to do today. We're gonna, and we're having Shake Shack for lunch. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. I did. Well, how is it if a, if, a, if a host says that they enjoyed the show? Is that, that's okay, right? Like that's, I feel like that's a Cuomo move. I really thought I was great today. All right, see ya. Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubinreport.locals.com.